0: Guys, uh, what's going on? Welcome back to another the Arsenio Buck Show podcast, and today we're going over behavior number thirteen: extending that trust. Oh my god! Of course, actually, even just saying that, I just realized that you know you need a boss, a leader, someone who is willing and, and and can trust you. Remember my old job? Just by saying that, it just triggered something. Remember my old job? One guy gave me, okay, this guy from New Zealand, he's a head, he was the head teacher at the time. He would give me classes, classes, classes. Can you do this? Okay, I trust you. Can you do this? Okay, I trust you. However, when there was a switch, they ended up bringing a guy in that already had preconceived notions of each and every individual. So instead of extending trust, he ended up building the counterfeit of extending trust, which I'm going to get into very, very shortly. But It's really interesting because now I'm sitting here and realizing like, wow, he took away all the trust even though I had a proven track record just because of what I said about him coming here for all the wrong reasons. It's amazing how that works, huh? Guys, the principle of extending trust means empowering. You need to be able to empower the people who you are around. So let's put it into context. If you guys watch football, Liverpool versus Barcelona, There were a couple of guys that got injured on Liverpool's team. They were hurt, okay? Uh, They ended. One got concussed by the name of Mo Salah, and then another guy got, I think he was injured and whatnot. So they went into this Barcelona game down 3-0. They needed to score four goals, and Barcelona had to score zero for them to advance. And one by one, they got that first goal in the seven minute. And you know what? Let's put it into context even more. The manager of Liverpool said, you know what? These two players, the top two players on the team, you guys aren't going to play. So then he's basically extending trust in an indirect way to the rest of his team saying, you guys got this. You can do this. They came in all smiles and laughing. As I saw them getting off the bus, I said, this is very interesting. And one by one, they picked apart the best team in Europe, what a lot of people argued to be. And so I thought it was amazing because just by doing that, just by saying, listen, we're going to sit you out, it's going to be all right. We're going to advance. It happened exactly with another team by the name of the Golden State Warriors, which I really don't care about. But the coach sat out, of course, their lead star by the name of Kevin Durant. He said, hey, you're going to sit out. You have a strained calf muscle. We're going to use you in the next series And you know what? They needed to get past the Rockets game six and game seven. And it's funny because the coach had already said, listen, we're just going to use you for the next series. So he's already telling the other team saying, hey, you guys, he's he's telling the opposing team saying you guys aren't going to beat us regardless if we don't have him or not. So just by doing that, they proved that they don't even need that specific player by the name of Kevin Durant. And it's amazing because they always relied on him to do everything. But again, they were, a, they were a hell of a team before that, before he had even come. And so now this is going to make what they call free agency very interesting because now they're going to go. They already ended that game. And they're like, dude, we don't even need this guy. We could free up cap space and we could work with the guys we have right now. Yes. It's amazing. But not only that, let's focus on what the coach did. He extended that trust. To his players saying, listen, we're just going to rest KD for the next series. He's basically saying, listen, you guys aren't even going to get past my team that I have right now without the main guy on the squad on the floor. And so not only was it a smack in the face for the opposing team, but it was basically extending that trust to this team saying, hey, you guys got it. Go out there and finish them. And so they did. See, guys, extending trust. This is behavior number 13. It's a different kind From the rest of the behaviors that I've already gone over, you know, behaviors one through 12. It's about shifting trust as a noun to a verb. See, while the other behaviors help you become a more trusted person, a manager, whatever you want to call it, a a brother, a sister, a co-worker, this one right here, this behavior will help you become a more trusting leader. See, not only does it build trust, like I've already mentioned, but it leverages it, right? So when you trust people, trust people. Other people tend to trust you in return. And additionally, and ironically, extended trust is one of the best ways to create trust when it's not there. So, did Liverpool players hang their head going into that match with Barcelona? No. Did the Golden State Warriors hang their match going into, uh, well, hang their heads going into the game against the Houston Rockets, knowing that their lead scorer was not on the team? Nope. They knew that they already had the game in a box pretty amazing, huh? See, I'm telling you, it's all about the empowerment, but let's look, let's focus on the opposite of it. It's called withholding that trust, which creates an enormous cost everywhere, especially in organizations and jobs. See, that specific head teacher, he withheld the trust that he did not have to begin with. But I've already had that proven track record. Didn't matter. It's whatever he believed, and whatever he saw, and so he withheld that trust rather than extending it and saying, "Hey, yeah, I know you got it. You already have a proven track record. You've had this. You've had that." Nope. He withheld it. And you know what the and you know what the counterfeit of this is? Well, let's just be honest. I mean, it's. It's basically doing the exact opposite. And this is how organizations and so many things just completely fall apart. And so let's look at it this way. If you think about it, why is it that such a low percentage of employees trust their senior, lead, uh, senior leaders? Why is it? Why is it? Just, just ask yourself that. Why? Because there are undoubtedly many reasons. But you know what? It all comes down to this. Reciprocation. The senior leaders are actually, they're, they're complicit in helping to produce their employees' distrust. So it becomes a vicious downward cycle. So people tend not to trust them, and they tend not to trust people. And this is how everything begins to fall apart, like I said. And so look at it this way. What happened with, uh, uh, what, what is it, uh, Boeing? Boeing, right, the 787 MAX or 7, seven whatever you call that plane, it went down twice within the matter of probably five months. What happened? Every airline rejected it. Now, when people start dying from airline crashes, hey, shit gets real serious, right? And so people – and, of course, Emirates and some of the best airlines in the world. I'm talking about the best airlines on this side of the planet. America has no good airlines. Yes, okay, they get you from one place to another. That's all they do. OK, they're way behind and the, they're, they're probably about 20 years behind the rest of the world in a lot of different categories. But let's just focus on airlines right now. Singapore Airlines, Qantas, Emirates, uh, Japan Airlines, ANA. They literally said, hey, we're done with these seven, eight sevens. We're done. And Boeing's like, oh, shit. So their stock fail. They lost billions of dollars. Why? Because guess what? That enormous cost. How can they begin to extend trust? Well, they can't. And you know what? China ended up buying how many different Airbus?es Probably two billion dollars worth of Airbus. Why? Because well, Airbus doesn't go down. Boeing has had a has, has Boeing has the worst crash record, safety or safe crash safety record, whatever you want to call it, a crash record in all of humanity. From the fifties to sixties to seventies, a lot of people would say, "Oh, well, that was the past." But they're still crashing now. You saw what the seven eight seven has done but what about Airbus? Now, Air France, I think that was another Boeing. Now, Air France has uh, crashed a Concorde, and I'm pretty sure the Concorde, oh, I'm not sure where that was made, but I'm just trying to focus here. The value of trust is more leaning towards, again, Airbus than it is Boeing. And so, again, a powerful motivator, which I'm going to be getting into in the next podcast, is going to be about how to, how to get that trust back and how to extend it to people that you are around. Guys, well, I mean, to be honest with you, it all comes down to uh, uh, leading by example. So it didn't matter what I did. There was no way that I was going to be able to get more classes at that old job I was at. Why? Because that specific person had the worst, and I mean the worst trust, weight, whatever, whatever you want to call it. He did not trust me whatsoever. And so that's why I left. And I said, well, you know what? Man, I've already proven everything. I ain't got to prove a goddamn person, a goddamn thing. So that's why I started creating everything online and doing what I'm doing today. And it's funny because now those fools are starting to come back around and say, oh, my God. No, don't say, oh, my God. See, you knew. You already knew who I was. But then because I called you a wife, tourist and I called you, you know, called your wife kind of a hooker and whatnot because, well, I mean, let's be honest. You came here for all the – we know why you came here. Oh, so let's, let me hurry up and take uh, – let me make up some excuses to why I'm taking work away from him. See what I mean? I know. Deposits, the withdrawals, the emotional bank account. I was overdrawn. That, November, that Saturday in November of 2017, I was overdrawn and I left because there was no way. He, he could not extend enough trust to me any longer because I say, you know what? You are a dog, and you're a dog way beyond anything I've ever seen before in my life. I'm out of here. You don't deserve me. There it is. And so, again, he's still doing the same thing with the former employees. He's trying to extend that trust. Like at the Christmas party at the end of last year, apparently with this other Ugandan teacher, he said, oh, you know what? I'm going to look, see what happens in the new year. I'm going to try to get you work. You lying sack of shit. You've brought probably around five, a half dozen white teachers in over the course of one year to replace him. You guys don't give work to black people in that specific area. And this is why I left, and this is why I do believe that a lot of you guys, if you're being racially uh, discriminated against or marginalized in any way, shape, or form, you got to leave. You know exactly what you are because the internet does not care. Extended trust is a leader. It's kind of like a leader. What is a leader? We don't really have leaders anymore in the world, right? I mean if you look at – let's not even mention America. But if you look at other countries, who are like legitimate leaders? Tell me a legitimate leader. In the world now there's none i i, I can't I, I don't i don't know one one leader a lot of people will point to the dalai lama okay but i'm talking about a leader leader i'm talking about someone who apparently is a politician and at helm it isn't a goddamn soul so if he can't extend trust to his people what else is there what else is there so guys i'm gonna get into the trust tips coming into tomorrow so stay tuned for that and of course i am your host arsenio thank you so much for tuning in Over and out.